0: We thank you, we praise you this morning in the name of Jesus. We thank you because you are Lord of all. And we praise you today in Jesus' name. So we thank you for revelation knowledge today. We believe the Holy Spirit today. We thank you. You will touch and heal your people as always. You will bless them. And we thank you and we praise you for it now. In Jesus' precious name. Amen Amen Alright uh, Prophet Let's go to Matthew chapter 8 and verse 1, 2, and 3 Matthew chapter 8 Verse 1, 2, and 3 And let's look at this in the King James Version Or whatever version you want to use Matthew 8 Yes ma'am 1, one 2, and 3 Yes When he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. Verse 2. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou can make me clean. Verse 3. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. Be thou clean. And immediately, his leprosy was clean. Now, notice, it's to the words. The man said, Lord, if you can, if you want to, you can make me clean. Hmm. And Jesus said, I will. Isn't that what he said? Yes. Yeah. I will. Wipe that down. I will. Be clean. Now let's look at verse 2 and 3 again. Read verse 2 and 3 again. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou can make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was clean. Now, let's look at this. The man know that Jesus could. But he didn't know Jesus will or not. But what did Jesus say? I will. I what? I will. People need to hear that this morning. You need to know that. I will be clean. Now you're finding out the will of God. Look at what he said. I what? I will. He's speaking to you and me, his will. Amen. God's will, or should I say healing, is always God's will. Yeah. It is always God's will to heal. Never at no time in the Word of God does that change. Well, Brother Elder, honey, you know Good question. Let's, 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 let's answer that. Now, I say there's always God's will to heal. Listen. Here this man is, he had He knew that Jesus could heal, but he didn't know if he will or not. And Jesus said, I will. I will. Now you know, I will. Now if it wasn't his will to heal, why do you see him doing it? Did you see what I'm saying to you here? Why do we see him doing it? The, the Bible said the power of God is present uh, to heal. It's always present. It never changes. The scripture says, I am God and I change not. Now that's powerful. I am God and I change not. See? Yeah. That's uh, Malachi chapter three, I believe, in verse six. He says, I'm God. So I am the Lord. I change not. Now, Acts 10 and 38, and prophet, jump in here any way you want. Acts 10 and 38 declares that how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing not bad, but good. Who went about doing good and healing. Who went about doing good and healing. How many? All. How many? All. Acts 10.38. Look at it. Mm -hmm. Acts 10.38. He went about doing good and healing all that was oppressed of the devil. Mm -hmm. For God was with him. Mm -hmm. All sickness, all disease is an are people are being oppressed by the devil, not God. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Are you hearing that? Amen. They're being oppressed of the devil and not God. Mm. Amen. Amen. Now this is so vitally important. Prophet what do you say? I I kinda like um um Matthew Uh, Chapter 8, how you pointed out, it is God's will to heal. You know? Yeah. He said, I will. He said, if you will, if you will. And Jesus said, I will. I love that. I love that because people tend to try to figure out You know, uh, what the requirements are are for healing and and try to put stipulations on and try to figure this out and try to figure that out. You know, God gave us a great word, (coughs) excuse me, for 2023. And that word is we need to get a revelation from God's word so we can go to what? Restoration. That's right. When the word of God is revealed, when we understand what God is saying, it will always cause us to be restored. And looking at this word here, God didn't say if you jump on ten legs and turn around six times and stand on your head, you'll be healed. No. Come on, listen to me. He didn't say if you run to the corner store and come back and sit on the steps and spin around and spit three miles, you'll be healed. I know I'm, you know, a little extreme in this, but I want you to see and get a revelation of who Jesus not was, who he is. Because the way he was when he walked this earth, preaching this word. He's still the same way to that. He does not change. No. And he said, I will. It is my will. He didn't ask anything other than that. It's his will. And that's what we're looking at. It's his will. And he didn't give any type of criteria for this man to be healed. He said, it's my will to heal. We tend to put. You know, it's like the, the politicians that they put spins on everything. They put, they're gonna spin. It doesn't matter what it is, they're gonna put a spin on it. But we don't need to put a spin on God's word. You need to know this. You need to get it in your heart. You need to not let people, you know, and all of their speculations and, you know, trying to figure this out and trying to figure that out cause you to think that Maybe God changed his mind. He didn't change his mind. He he will never change his will. He said, I will. I will. So you be thou clean. And immediately, he is clean. So we even got to work on Yeah. So that's what I love about this part you brought up. He said, I will. It's his will. It's his will. Amen? And it's his will this morning for you to be healed. Praise God. Yes. Now, remember the scripture in Malachi. He says, I'm the Lord, and I what? I change not. Mm-hmm. I change not. Amen. Psalms 107 and verse 20 says, he sent his words and healed them. The what did he do? He sent word. his word. And healed them. And delivered them from their it's destruction. God. Now, what does that mean? He's still doing it today. How do you know? He don't change his head. I'm the Lord. And I change not. Amen. So if he was healing back then, what does that mean? He still healing what? Today. Thank God. So you have to understand, Jesus have a present day ministry yes, in his do. reign by the Holy Ghost. Jesus, this, Jesus announced to his disciples one day that he was leaving. And they got sad. And Jesus said, look, I'm gonna pray to the Father. And he will send you, watch this word, another, a what? Another comforter. In other words, one just like me. The Holy Spirit is here to take up the ministry of Jesus. What Jesus left off, the Holy Spirit picked it up. Now, again, pay attention to words. Acts 10 and 38. How God did what? Anoint him. He anointed him. What the Holy mm-hmm. Ghost said with power. Why did he have to anoint Jesus? Because he sent him as a man. Lord. Man Woman must be anointed. God don't need to be anointed. He didn't send Jesus as God, He sent Him as a man. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about, I notice, even, even though we know who He was, or who He is, Amen. Jesus didn't go heal nobody until He was anointed. When did that anointed come upon Him? <clears throat> Excuse me, when he was baptized in the river of Jordan, The Bible said when Jesus came straight way up out of the water, a dove descended upon him. What was that signifying? Mm-hmm. The Holy Ghost was mm-hmm. upon him. Mm-hmm. Glory to Jesus. Do you see? It? Mm-hmm. And that's when Jesus went about his <clears throat> and doing other uh, miracles. Mm-hmm. Glory to Jesus. Did you see that? Yes. Amen. Now, we are talking about understanding (laughs) what caused you to be here. Understanding. Now, let's look at Matthew chapter 9 and verse 1 through 7. Matthew chapter 9. uh, We trust that you are writing this down. Matthew chapter 9. Verse 1 through 7. Matthew 9 and 1. And we're reading in the King James. And he entered into a ship and passed over and came into his own city. And behold, it brought to him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their sight, Said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer, thy sins be forgiven thee. And behold, certain of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemeth. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore think ye evil in your heart? For whether it's easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and walk. Verse 6. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. Then said he to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up thy bed, and go unto thine house. Verse 7 And he arose And departed To his house Notice he got up Like Jesus told him to But what did Jesus do first? He forgave the what? The sin What did he do? He forgave the sin mm. Why? Listen It's Disease, death—none of that stuff existed until they sinned in the garden. Pay attention to the words. There was no such thing as death until they fell in the garden. It brought in death. There was no such thing as cancer and uh, all this stuff. It came when they fell When they fell They were under the curse And this is what the scripture says In Adam Who sinned All died But in Christ All were made alive Ooh. In Adam what? All died But in Christ all were made alive This is what the Bible called Jesus The second and the last Adam. Glory be to God. There is no more coming. He's it. He is the Mm -hmm. healer. Mm -hmm. He is the Messiah and the devil is a liar. He is the healer and he's still healing today. Amen. Amen. Is still going on right now. How do you know? (laughs) How much time y'all have? Listen. He says, I'm the Lord and I change not. He don't change. Oh, well, Brother Elder, I don't understand that. Do you think that's gonna make any difference because you don't understand that? Why? Yeah. It's still the same. Are you with me here? Mmhm. Perfect. Let's, let's, let's do this for a second. Let's go to Romans chapter three. Romans chapter three. Can I talk about Matthew for a minute? Yes, ma'am. Okay. In Romans and Matthew chapter 9, where we are right now, I want to look at verse 3 and 4. And that was awesome, what you said. But I, as you were speaking, God revealed, you know, how the scripture says, if something is revealed to one that's fitted by, let him speak. And so yes. God was saying, giving me this, and I'm going to look at it from the Amplified. Verses right. 3 and 4. And, in Matthew chapter 9. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, this man blasphemed, He claims the right and uh, the prerogative of God. You know, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a person who wants to be healed. And they brought a man paralyzed. Laying on a bed. This man was asleep. And when Jesus saw their faith, you see, that's that's the key right there. Jesus didn't ask to know this man's life history. I want you to follow me. He he didn't ask who was this man, how old was he, what was his background, what was his he do, the man was asleep, but the people that were doing what was needed to get this man to Jesus, Jesus focused on that. That's right. He focused on. He said, and I, "He saw their faith. Those yes. who were moving toward him with this man asleep." Verse two says, "And behold, I'm in the amplified, they brought to him a man." Paralyzed and prostrate by illness, lying on a sleeping pad. And when Jesus saw their face, mm-hmm. he said to the he said to the paralyzed man, "Take courage, son." He didn't say anything about the man healing. He went straight to, "Whatever you've done, I forgive you." Do you see that? That's right. Do you see that? Praise God. And the penalty, and the penalty committed means it, it, it was removed. When we start looking at the ministry of Jesus, if we really understand the, the ministry of Jesus, we will stop running around trying to blame one another. We yes. will stop running around trying to blame the person who has committed this who's sick or whatever, when we really understand the ministry of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Are you listening to me? The ministry of Jesus was without sin. Come on. You, we we right. really need to get a revelation of what healing really is. Yeah. You can't buy healing. You can't pay for it. You can't. It, it, what's the price you're going to pay for healing? You don't have to pay for it. It's a gift. It's a gift. The penalty has already been paid. That's right. I love what one man of God said this. He said, I will not go without one day in my life doing without what Jesus died to provide for me. Mm Mm-hmm. I want you to let that sink in for a moment. As the Bible says, pause and think on that. What was he saying? Healing belongs to me because of what Jesus said. Because of the price he paid. Healing belongs to you, child of God. I'm listening to us out there this morning. It belongs, It is yours. You have a right to claim it. You don't have to try to think, you know, Oh, I must have did this wrong, or I must have done that wrong, or I must have commit if that's the case, if that's what we're basing our healing on, then I think Jesus died in vain, yeah, because what you're really saying is you now have to pay the price for your healing, mhm-. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pay attention to words. Now, revelation. Go from revelation. you got to first get a revelation before you can be restored. That's right. You've got to get the revelation of what healing really is. So oftentimes, we let Satan deceive us into our own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that's why this passage is so powerful. Jesus knew, the Bible says, he perceived their thoughts. Yes. And look at what he said. He said, and behold, the scribes said to themselves in verse 3, this man blocks him. He claims the rights and prerog- uh, prerogatives of God. And look what Jesus said, knowing and seeing their thoughts. Why do you think evil and harbor malice in your heart? Yeah. Out of the abundance of your mouth, I want you to listen to me. Out of the abundance of your heart, the scripture says your mouth will speak. That's right. So whatever you're thinking, whatever Satan has allowed you to think on as it relates to you not getting your healing or getting your healing, those are my father in the gospel used to call that thinking, thinking. Yes. And he said, your thoughts are no good if you're thinking like that. You cannot afford to even try to pay the cost for your own healing. It's been paid for already. Mm -hmm. It's already paid for. It's yours. That's why Jesus didn't even think about. He knew what his life was all about. He knew what his cause was here in the earth. He knew what his purpose was. And that was not to come and look at uh, the first thing he did before healing this man. What did he say? Your sins are forgiven. <clears throat> I want you to get a revelation now. This is a powerful passage. Apostle has introduced to us this morning. He, the first thing he did before even Troton speaking of this man's healing, he 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 erased, he removed his sins. But you see, when it comes down to the people around Jesus, where did they want to go? hmm Immediately they wanted to go to the fact that this man was a sinner. Yeah. Oh, he must he, he must have sinned. He must have done something wrong. This man is this and that man. Are you listening to me? We're looking at the scriptures now. We're not going about what we're not we're not left to our own understanding. No, that's not who we are. We are children of the kingdom of God. We are kingdom citizens now. We live in the kingdom of God. And we don't live by the world's rules and the world's ways. We live according to the scriptures. And you have every right as a kingdom citizen to believe, to receive your healing. Amen. You have every right, as long as you are living, as long as you are on this side of life, that means as long as you are in the flesh, as long as you are walking this earth, as long as you are breathing, you have every right to believe God for your healing. The only way you will not, the only way you will be out of the... Will of God is if you let Satan start making you believe that you have to go back and do something with your sins mm-hmm. and pay the price for your sins. You don't have to do that. I want you to hear that this morning. You don't have to That's do right. that. Jesus did That's that. Good. Yeah. Jesus did. He did it. But you see where their thoughts were, and Jesus knew a bit. He said, "Why are you thinking? Why are you thinking like that in in your heart?" You see, when you're around people and they start thinking looking for this evil. cause and that cause and this cause and that cause and this is the blame and that's the blame and this is the reason. Jesus will say the same thing to you. Why are you thinking so much evil in your heart? That's right. No, that's not where we live today. We live in the word of God. We're in this world. But we're definitely not of this world. We are kingdom citizens. And we believe the word, no matter who does not believe it. My father used to say this all the time. People say, you're going to talk about this again? We've already heard this and we've already heard that. He said, and that's why I keep talking about it, because you haven't, obviously, you haven't gotten the revelation of it yet. Because if you had gotten the revelation of it, your words would not be as they are today. That's correct. You would not be saying what you're saying. You will not even let such evil words come out of your mouth. But because you're speaking that way, I'm still talking about faith. I'm still talking about words. And they got tired of him talking about that. But the very thing that he was preaching and teaching them, they had not even gotten the revelation of it yet because their words gave them away. Are you listening to me? Don't let Amen. your words be like these people words were. When it comes down to your healing child of God, you don't have to pay the price. You don't have to try to pay any... Look. The word of God says Jesus forgave our sins. Hello? Mm-hmm. He forgave you. You are clean. Don't let anybody put condemnation on you. Amen. That's right. And I love, I love those passages. I love it. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts in verse four, seeing their thoughts, said, why do you think evil and harbor malice in your heart? Child of God, whatever is in your heart. And that's why Satan wants to get access to your heart because he wants you to start, start spewing out evil. Don't you know you have what you say? No, you know you have what you say. I won't have what you say because I know the word of God. Thank God I know the word of God. You need to know the word of God. You need to know the word of God for yourself. That's right. But that's what that's right where he went. He went straight to forgiveness. Pay attention to words. He went straight to forgiveness. He knew this man had sinned, as with every last one of us. Show me a person in this world who has no sin. And because you're listening to us this morning, I know you are a child of God. I know that. I won't think evil of you. I, no one can pay me to make me think evil of you. I'm not going there. You are a child of God. God loves you. He loves you so much that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to pay the penalty for your sin and my sin. Mm-hmm. That's how much he loves you. And you need to always remember that. <clears throat> yes. Praise God. Absolutely. You Amen. are forgiven, and you have a right to believe God to receive your healing this morning. Amen? Praise Glory God. Glory to God. No, Now, like, quick, let's look at Romans. This is a powerful scripture. I enjoyed it, prophet. That is exactly right. And this scripture here adds up to what you just said. Praise God. Romans chapter, Romans chapter 3 in verse 4. Romans chapter 3 in verse 4. In the King James? Yes. Romans 3 and 4 in the King James says, God forbid, yea, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy saying, and mightest overcome when thou art judged. Pay attention to words here. Let every man be a what? A liar. And let God's word be what? True. Yeah. Every man be a liar. Oh, well, healing went up with the apostle. What is he telling you there? Mm-hmm. Somebody lying to you. Whoever's telling you that, they are lying to you. Let every man be a liar and God's word be what? True. Let us work be true. He said he healed them all. He says, I'm the Lord and I change not. He said, by his Christ you were healed. Now, who you going to believe? Do you see what I'm saying to you here? Yes, Folks, listen. Why did Jesus say to the man, your sins are forgiven? Why did he say that? Because the Bible said, listen very carefully, The Bible said the wages of sin Is what prophet? Death The wages of sin Is death But The gift of God But the gift of God Is what? Eternal Eternal life life. The wages of sin is death But the gift of God Is eternal life Now If Jesus had not forgiven the man's sins, he could have not been healed. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? Amen. Jesus is the healer. He is the Messiah. Satan is the liar. St. John 10.10, what does it say? The thief, that's the devil.
1: What what is he
0: here for? What do you come for? He come to rob, steal, mm-hmm. kill, and destroy. What did Jesus Thank say in the Lord. same verse? But I have come. But I have come. What do you what, what do you come for, Jesus? So you can have what life, life, that's life, and have it more what abundantly, have it in abundance. I'll now, folks, listen. your body have from forty to sixty billion cells a day. Okay? When people don't take a bath, so you know it, they start thinking. Why? that's those dead cells what moved the dead cells water huh water remember you in school this is healing school 1st uh, Thessalonians prophet chapter 5 and verse 23 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 in verse 23. Now remember, I said, what moved the dead cells? Water. You gotta take a bath. You gotta wash it away. If not, it will cause you to faint. Are you listening to me? Alright, are we in First Thessalonians? Verse 23 says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. I think I should have gave you Second Thessalonians, but that's okay. Let me tell you what it says: that He might sanctify them, clean them up. How? With the washing of water by the word. Mm -hmm. That he might sanctify them with the washing of water by the word. Get that revelation. Mm -hmm. The word of God is a type of water. It'll clean you up. Mm -hmm. It'll move all the dead cells off of you. This is how people have staked in thinking. Cells are still there. Yes, even on the mind. That's why he said, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed, be changed by the renewing of your mind. That you may prove that which is good and acceptable. In perfect will of God. Lord, have mercy. Are y'all getting this, this morning? That, that word is Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 26. Okay. For your notes. It's Ephesians yes. 5 and 23. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. That's the That's reference right. for, for your, for your scripture. For your notes. Right. Thank you Now watch this here folks <clears throat> Again The word of God is a type of water Now Where did the church Come from I'll tell you When Jesus hung on that cross And they took that uh, Spear and they spirit him in his side. The Bible said, what happened? What came out? Both blood and water. What came out of him? Both blood and water. Blood for purification. And water for sanctification. The church came out of Jesus' side. Are you listening to me here? It came out of his side. And praise God, the blood is still flowing today. The water is still flowing today. I love that song. I want to drink from the rivers of life. Fill me with water. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do y'all see what's going on here? Absolutely. So, the Word of God is powerful. We've been talking about getting an understanding of it. You need to get a... Look, there's another way of saying it, get a revelation. Mm-hmm. Get a revelation. The Bible says get knowledge and get wisdom. But in all you're getting, get what? A understanding. Mm-hmm. Get an understanding. True faith, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. True faith, we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. By the what? By the word. By the word. By the word. Again, Romans 3 and 4 says, let every man be a lie. You want to keep talking to stuff about where, well, you know, healing without out with the apostles and, and folks, listen. You can't fight the healing power of God and expect to have something. Mm-hmm. It's the emerging that you respect will work for you. The Bible says, prophets, the secret things belong to God. But the thing Absolutely. that is revealed Belong to who? It belongs to Just us. About. About. I'll say it again before we stop. The secret thing belongs to mm-hmm. But the thing revealed belongs to us. Mm-hmm. See? God don't have to give us no explanation why this, why that. That's His business. If He didn't tell you, it's here. It's a secret thing. But the thing that is revealed, the thing where there's a revelation there, it belonged to us. And what does revelation mean? Revealed knowledge. So if he hasn't revealed it to you, leave it alone. Let it go. All right. But I enjoyed that. That was great.